Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around the world. Uh, uh, to the beach, y'all. So uh, we've got a little bit of the new version right there. That was the Bow Wow version with Jermaine Dupri, right, from Like Mike. Well, Like Mike, fantastic yeah, movie. Yeah. Loved it. I will say <laughs> the moves looked completely unnatural when he would dunk. Yeah. He would dunk like on the way up and then keep going on the way up when he would grab the rim. The mm-hmm. the whole catapult system or whatever they were working with, the levy system, just it didn't look natural, but the movie was still fire. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, so welcome back to the Wesson Walker Show Sports Radio. 92.7 WFNZ broadcasting live from the Planet Kia Studios, the best place on the planet to buy a car. Visit them on East Independence or online at planetkiaNC.com. And if you're loving this or you miss it today and you don't want to miss an episode of Wesson Walker, check out the podcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcast or on the WFNZ app. So we have some text still writing in some of the, the jingles and the songs that do not leave your head. They are stuck in your head constantly. 704 wrote in Super Freak. 980 number said, ask KB about Ms. Rachel songs. I sing that stuff in my sleep. So this is, I think, a children's program where I looked it up on the internet just mm-hmm. real quickly. Ms. Rachel Apparently has a lot of songs out there. We can ask Kyle about it later, too. But that does look like one where there'd be a lot of songs that don't leave your head. 919, Baby Shark, Please Kill Me. All three exclamation points there. (laughs) Uh, Heat fan talking. One more. We'll go back to that one. 704 said 8675309. That's a bad one. Carolina Brinks in the arms of an angel. The commercial. So sad. Joe Gibbs Jr. Whenever I hear Onyx slam that da 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 that beat okay. will get stuck in your head. And then this was an NBA playoff question, which can lead us into this segment. Wes Heat fan said, "Already know y'all are gonna have Boston just like everybody else in six games, but it's actually Heat in six okay. that is going to win, and so that'll lead us off to the NBA conference. That will lead us off, but before." We get into the nitty-gritty of the playoffs. We had a little bit of an incident yesterday. Just out washing the car. Get the text from my barber. He says, this can't be real. I'm praying it's not real. I look. Jama ran again with the blicky in the car with the homie. I look it up to verify it on Twitter. And there it was. And I was in disbelief. And with that said, let's get ready for Uh-huh. The foul line. I promised you on Friday it was coming. They'll and here we go, to folks. see whether this is a flagrant. Mm, kind of scary. I don't, even, I don't even know if I want to see that again. You've got to think that's going to be a flagrant. The question is, is it a one or a two? John <laughs> ah, Moran, here we are again, huh? We were just here not too long ago. Same bat time, same bat channel. And here you are again telling us that you weren't going to do this and you weren't going to do that and what you had learned. But I'll tell you what I learned. I learned as soon as you got that light-ass suspension from the NBA, I learned that as soon as you came back, 
and your whole family was wearing redemption shirts, I learned then that you had learned nothing. The fact that I know personally the power of therapy and the fact that you were in it for like two seconds was going to do nothing for your personal life. And what did we see again, folks? Ja in the car with the homie, jamming to the NBA young boy, and then he pulls out the blicky, folks. And for those who don't know street terminology, that means the gun, the gat, the oop, whatever you want to call it, he had it in the car. He really wants to be NBA young boy that bad. And all of you out there that were trying to protect him and say, oh, it's just Ja being Ja, well, now you look like a fool. Kwame Brown put it best. He's not NBA young boy. Yeah. He's NBA dumb boy. <laughs> he wants to give back the money. He already lost $40 million. How much more money you want to lose? Nike is probably thinking about their options right now. Uh, you're talking about all these other places that you still had left after the first time. They're thinking about their options right now. And your dad right now needs to be contemplating his fathering style because of this right here. Okay. I would be damned if I let my son be out here hanging with a bunch of nobodies, regardless if he's going to be an NBA star or not. I would lay my life on the line before my son hangs with low lives who aren't about anything but trying to be cool and on IG and look like gangsters. So, Ja Morant, I hope Adam Silver lays a suspension on you never before seen, and I hope you finally learn your lesson this time. Stop riding with the blick, okay? Start shooting threes because that's another thing uh -oh. you need to add to your repertoire to uh, to further your career because you don't have that yet. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. This is another example for young athletes of what not to do. So, Ja, take this L, take this suspension, go to the gym, get the jump shots up, and get the hell out of here for now and stop riding around being an idiot. Can I interest you when he needs to start shooting threes and stop shooting IGs? Is that okay? That's is what that he needs. And stop shooting gun. Well, that it doesn't rhyme, but still a very good point. 704-570-9610. CJ wrote this one in, Wes. We need to do some research on this. Maybe you don't, and you just know at the top of the dome. Okay. CJ said, whenever young boy drops a new album, Ja gets in trouble. Shaking my head. Is that Man, right? It that, just might be the does, case. Does that line up? Because if that's the case, then young boy is out here on some Griselda stuff, <laughs> releasing so many albums in I've such never, short amount of time. Yeah, he does re release a lot of material. I've never seen, never in my life, as much as I've been immersed in and I know for some kids that don't have the right uh, people around them and the resources, they do live vicariously through mm -hmm. these rappers. But never have I seen a person or I've never myself wanted to emulate any of the rappers I listen to. I tell my son now, I said, listen, when we listen to this stuff and we don't listen to stuff with the cursing, but I say, look at it like you're watching a movie. Right. And, and I use these real life examples like Young Thug and all these guys that have been indicted and getting into these Rico charges. I use that for teaching examples. I say, you see what happens with these guys, and they talk all this street stuff, and you see their friends tell them, and I use all that stuff. And so that's the thing, man, and it's like he wants to be like NBA young boys so bad. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Well, here's so a couple things from the video, right? Like when we talk about John Morant going on Instagram and doing the live video thing, and he's got his buddy in the car too, 
how in the world is it that your buddy actually shows more awareness than you do when he does not have as much money to lose? And this is the thing, man. Like, this is what people were talking about the first time all of this happened. And I'm not even saying it's not completely true, but I don't think the focus is on the right part. When people would say, he's got to get around different company, he's got to be around better people. Man, that does take some of the responsibility off of Jaw. And in this video, you see it directly. Yeah. Like, it's not like this guy is acting phenomenal on the video. I don't want to get it too twisted, but he's not swinging the blicky, as you called it. Like, instead, <laughs> when he has the video out there, Jaw brings it out, and his guy immediately stops the footage. He immediately puts it down, at least to the point where you can't see Jaw. How in the world is it your money? so soon after the first incident and it's your boy that decides no i gotta put this video yeah. down and you're not paying what the second time like, yeah th this is this is where there have been so many different takes about this and i think we can simplify it wes i really do the simple thing is to stop going on social media mm -hmm. and waving a gun yeah i don't even care if you lawfully own it it doesn't make any sense for you to be out here acting reckless, right? right? Like that that is a that is an act of recklessness when you're out here live on the gram showing that you got a gun and you're waving it the way that you are to the point where even your friend knows I should not be filming you. This is the problem. Right, but you're giving a friend a little too much credit there. I, I get where you're going with it, but what he should have told him from the beginning, especially after the last incident. Well, he didn't Josh, know he was gonna bring it out. No, I understand that, and I and I get that point. But he should have been the friend that said, Josh. We already know what's happening to you. You're not carrying a damn gun in this car at all. You're not going to have your hands on a gun anymore. The friends should be saying, all of the friends should oh, be saying, you're not going to have your hands on a gun anymore. That, okay, that's fair. But also, if you're asking somebody to be perfect checking all the boxes, mm -hmm. we can also try to find some kind of compromise and think, well, all the buddies probably aren't going to be doing that. But they do know they're what it's going to. But when they do, well, then... Hell, you, you're not going to like some of my friends, right? Like, that's just how it is. I everybody, might not. I, yeah, yeah, well, everybody, everybody's got that group. Well, just like trying to be as perfect as possible. The, the problem is, yeah, this is not a good look for sure. But he at least knows the line. And that's the problem, Wes. Like, when people talk about the friends, mm -hmm. people are taking responsibility away from Ja when they do that. Yeah. Like, they talk about, oh, it's No, it's this him. is true. And so, so we know one person in that car knew the line. We know one person did. And we know one person didn't. I only saw two. And so when I knew one person that was filming it mm -hmm. and one person who was sitting there knowing he was being filmed, mm -hmm. posing for the camera, and he didn't know where the line was, that's the problem when you already got suspended off of this. This is true. That's what I'm saying. But see, you look at the LeBrons of different people, and, and I was that friend. And I'm not saying I'm some saint, but I hung with guys in college that, that had passed that would lend them to do some stuff sometimes that they didn't need to do. And I tell them, I said, no, we're not doing that at all. I'm, I'm getting in your behind. That's the Fair. type of friends that are needed. I had this situation just last week with a friend. I don't going to get too much into details. It wasn't that serious, but it was just <laughs> he was doing something that didn't lend itself to what he was trying to do. And I called him and I said, hey, man, I said, you, you can't be doing that if you're trying to do this. Why would you put this type of image out there if you're trying to do that? And he really appreciated that, told me that then. And then I got a text at 11 o'clock telling me again. He said, man, I, I really appreciate you telling me that, man, this, that, and the third. The friend should have told him in the beginning, and all the friends around him should have yeah. been saying, Ja, you're See, not putting your hands on it, a blick at but any it, time. It, but but th this, is, this is my thing, right? It's the should have, right? Like, to me, 
this is pretty elementary stuff to understand here. Sure. If, if Ja doesn't get it, then what are his friends going to tell him that makes it click? Oh, his friends, he's got enough friends, and, and those guys are How tough enough that, that they can tell him. No, his friends, the but guys that he's hanging with, they but, could tell him, nah, dog, you ain't doing it, we can scrap. You, but I don't think you can have it both ways, right? Like, if we're mad, so if you think that the friends have enough sense to tell him that, and yet still... No, they don't have enough can, sense, but they but, should. But, well, okay... Okay, but we know somebody that is making the decision here. It's elementary. Like it to me, it's to me it's very simple. The NBA suspended you for the amount of time that they did. You had all of this public backlash. You had all of these things that you needed to take care of. Mm-hmm. And now you do uh, Wes, it's not only something in the same lines. It's not something in the same neighborhood. You do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not at the strip club this time, but you do the same exact thing. What what in the world do you think actually clicks with him now? Like I, I hope it's half the sec- a season suspension, losing and, endorsements, and, that's, and so that's what the conversation yeah. leads into. I don't know. I, I I feel like I've been saying this with some of the suspensions, some of the contracts in the NBA this year, yeah. because I didn't know how much Miles Bridges was going to get suspended, and I don't want to. This is where we get into a little bit of trouble. Well, I don't sure want to do that. Well, yeah. oh, hold on. I was just talking about no, domestic yeah. violence yeah, yeah. being separate than waving a gun with that he lawfully owns, even though it is dumb. Like it's it's stupid. You already got suspended for it. I don't know what kind of suspension you have, but Adam Silver does at least need to pretend to keep into effect what Miles Bridges was suspended for. And then you got to try to put what kind of number on it with it being the second offense. Like, I don't know, but you are pretty entrenched in this at least being half a season. Oh, no doubt about it. And so, and I'm saying, Walk, you may have a friend that if you're out and about hanging out, Weston Walker is popping and some guy comes up at the bar and is hating <laughs> and, 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 and you want to scrap or they want to fight you. You might have that friend that says, uh, you know, that's with it. They're like, all right, man, let's go. No, Wes is that friend where I'm going to go to any list and say, no, Walk, you're not doing that. He's not worth it. We're not fumbling the bag out here. That's the type of friend that's lacking in Jaw's life that's going to go to any length to do that. Like, what I'm saying is it's not just telling him and he doesn't listen. It's telling him, no, Jai, you try to get in the car with this gun. We scrapping right now. It's not yeah, happening. I, look, like, I, that's the type of friends that I need. Uh, well, fair. I mean, to me, that focuses on the wrong thing. Especially when you talk about a kid that didn't grow up that way. Like, this is not his excuse to be like, oh, this is all I know. This ain't Steven Jackson from Port Arthur, Texas. They came from the hood that's like, this is what I know. These are my friends. This is John Morant, who grew up with a great life, who chooses to do this, which makes it 10 times worse. He's choosing to live this oh, life. No. This is not no, him. But, but that, but and that, that's my exact point. Papa Doc. My, that's my exact point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's that he is choosing. That, yeah. That's that's I, my I point as well. Saying. Yeah, Papa yeah. Doc, man, they got to sit Papa Doc down. Yeah, did he went to a private school? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Cranbrook. <laughs> Your parents had a real good marriage, yeah, man. <laughs> I know something about you, Jaw. Like right. that's the thing. And, and we know too much. Yeah. We know too much now. Stop. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the thing for me. It 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 comes. Yeah, yeah. Just to put a bow on this thing, man. Like for me, it's very simple. Yeah, we're going to come back to the playoff talk uh, a little bit later, <laughs> for sure. We we <laughs> did we we did get on the John Morant stuff, man. I just I really do hope though that it stops. I mean, who doesn't, right? Like I hope that it stops, and you hope that whatever is the rehab process, whatever that entails, yeah. whatever that means, you hope that it actually is longer than the short amount of time. And this is another problem. Like I'm not comfortable calling a short amount of time not worthy because I just don't know some of that stuff I choose to be careful about. Mm -hmm. If you don't, cool. 
Call it the way that you want to and how you see it. For me, I get a little uncomfortable when we talk about it didn't do anything. Well, we can, we can, well hold on. We can raise an eyebrow at it for sure. Look, yeah. I got it. But when you do this, then you don't get the benefit of the doubt. And that's the point I'll sell home is that when this happens so soon after the first incident, that's where you lose any benefit of the doubt that the that the therapy, mm-hmm. that the under, that the experience, that you learned anything from it. And that's exactly what well, was going to your family. And see, the thing is, too, man, is, you know, I did therapy six plus years, seven years of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was just checks and balances, checking in, making sure, you know, everything's right. You know what I'm saying? It's just far as what's going on in my life or whatever the case may be. But I'm just saying that to say that there's a big stigma with people who think that when you go to therapy, there's going to be some aha moment yeah. and you're going to talk to somebody and it's going to be like, whoa, okay, now I can fix my entire life. That's not how it works. And that's why it aggravated me the short amount of time he oh, went. Because sure. I'm like, no, that's not enough time, dog. Like if you're going to put work in therapy, you got to put the work in. And there's something going on with him as to why he's choosing to be this way and the drinking we're forgetting about that too well and drinking that, the casamigos yeah. like cheer wine well and that was the first that was the first video <laughs> yeah sure it was like but water. i saw him lately doing it too because he was out Did dancing really? again yeah. at a club took the casamigos and took a swig for about five or six seconds again mm-hmm. so he's right back at it so there's a lot there that he's got to work on and that's what annoyed me about his quote-unquote therapy process 100 yeah it's just don't go on the gram anymore man that's, and fix your life. How about that? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, yeah, so when we come back on the Wes and Walker show, we're going to talk about the Carolina Panthers. And there was a certain analyst out there that said the Panthers will win less than seven and a half wins and downgraded at quarterback. How dare he? This is Wes and Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. We have a few texts on the Garage Door Guru text line. People liking the Papa Doc references. People liking all the (laughs) 8 Mile references. We probably got a handful of different texts there. One from Brian, one from AC. They're all fans. Big Cat Dan wrote in spaghetti, spaghetti because of the quote that I have on the wall the one time. See, I sung today a little bit earlier and then Earlier in the rotational co-hosting that we had during the summer months or close to it, I also dropped some bars for you, and those bars are spaghetti, <laughs> spaghetti, it spaghetti. A, it was a bar. It Not was, even, I mean, you're making it plural when it was a singular bar. Oh, but I, I, bet I do have bars, though. Man, I was so mad yesterday when I saw that, man. It legit almost brought me to tears. I was so mad. I guess as a father, things just hit differently these days. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about my son, man, it, it, just, it just made me so mad to see him just throwing stuff away like You immediately that. went to the Twitter fingers. 
And then, yeah. man, I was angry, man. <laughs> I, it, it really did. I Just thinking about how this young man is just throwing, just throwing it away, man, mm-hmm. just on stupidity. Just stupidity, man. All right, so let's go back to the fun conversation of some of the jingles or the songs that get stuck in your head really badly, and let's do that by getting away from the text line, going to the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Jim Selania calling in, the legend, formerly of WFNZ, calling in. Jim, we appreciate it, man. How are you? Oh, yeah, the legend is so far in the past, I can't even remember it. You know, I, I love it. When, I love I love it when Wes gets upset. Like, Get that out of here. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I love it when that true emotion comes out in him. You know, I mean, hey, Jaw, do you have like uh, five or six posters of Gilbert Arenas in your in your bedroom? He must, I mean, and then Rambo and some other guys, too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> now, uh, as for the songs, then. Walker, uh, I got to tell you, uh, uh, I, uh, you know, you, you, you hijacked my mind because I haven't thought about these songs in five or ten years. And you woke them up. You woke them up. Bobby Goldsboro, and honey, I love you. And then, and then Tony, Orla- Tony Orlando and Dawn tie a yellow ribbon around the old Oh, yeah. Whew, that one. Oh, that one will get oh stuck my. in your brain 100%. That's a good one, Jim. Oh. I'd like to tie a yellow ribbon around Tony Orlando's neck. You know, I mean, the, the Walker, I, I hate those songs. And now I hate you for waking yeah. them up in my mind. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll get over it. I'll get over it though. You know, my, my mom would get, and I'm, I'm not kidding. She would get furious at me singing some of the stuff. And you know what her number one, most hated song of all time is slash jingle, the Harris Teeter song. That one is the one. The new she, one? No. Um, it's the little things by far that song. She would say, Walker, don't sing it. I mean, I would get in trouble for that kind of stuff. And so Jim, it sounds very eerily similar to having somebody be angry at me for bringing this up. But I thought we could all partake in this in the city of Charlotte today. Yeah. And as far as John Morant goes, I, uh, there, I really, uh, he might be the dumbest, stupidest, great athlete I've ever uh, witnessed in my life. I mean, I can't, I can't believe he, w- he went down this road again. I just cannot believe it. I can't. I really can't. Tell him to stay off the IG, Jim. 100%. We appreciate the time. The, uh, appreciate you calling in. I'm sorry that uh, I made you hate me. He's gone. It's okay. He hated me so much. He hung up. That's fine. 100%. I'll uh, save you the embarrassment. Uh, Brian also texted in. Brian. JG Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. That one. That one's a bad one. But yeah, that Harris Teeter one, the 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 song. I don't know. Is there a new one now? Yeah, they have a new one that I really like. It's very jazzy. And it's it's, it's pretty dope. <laughs> like, did they bring in some it's like, like a saxophone it's, or something? No, it's like the beat, though. It sounds like something you'd hear in a jazz club. And then the woman is singing the, the song okay. or whatever. Yeah, I, I like it. Okay. What about you, Fiddy? Did anyone text in the Empire Flooring one? Oh, that's yes. a good one. Yes. Uh, no, they nobody wrote that one in, but that one's good for you. Yeah. What? Can you sing it for me? I've been singing, so I'm you guys. I'm trying to remember it in my head. I always just love the little, the, the one little work. Five eight eight three two hundred empire today. There it is. Oh, that's excellent. I always loved the one little guy that would be in there laying all the flooring, like it was a one man job. The guy with the mustache. Yeah. You know, my son actually dressed up as him for Halloween one year. I need you to repeat and that. I have the picture. Your son, son dressed up as that. He was so. I told you he loves the jingles, and he was so into that one. <laughs> he actually dressed up as the guy for Halloween. Wow, 
that's that's it's probably the oddest Halloween costume I've ever heard of. To be honest I've with you, seen, I, I've got the picture too. Uh, I've got receipts. Broke my microphone. Seven oh four said pony. Is 704 riding in a genuine? Is that in your head I like that? I think so, yeah. Is that, I can see that. Does that count? I can see that. Big Cat Dan, I think he's written in a couple times. I'm telling you, Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears or Hit Me Baby One More Time. I think both apply. Oh, I yeah, think good. both of those. You're you're dancing to it. Yeah. You like some of that. I mean, who does not like Britney Spears? It's nothing. It's no womanizer, okay? But I mean, <laughs> those are two really good ones. I think Toxic is my favorite Britney Spears song of all time. Toxic yeah. is a great yeah. Those one. are three. That music great. video. Bangers. She Oops, got I, about eight or nine tracks on my pop playlist. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good ones there. Brad Crawford hater. Okay. Uh, Harris Teeter tune reminded me of the free sugar cookies. Bring them back. Yeah, when they ask you to only take one sugar cookie, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not about to play that game. <laughs> I'm sorry. Harry the Happy Dragon, I'm about to take a couple from the box. I'm sorry. Especially when I was younger and I was fatter. Ooh, when I was chubby, Chubby Walker would save some of those for later. You are so right, Mr. Crawford Hater. Uh, we got a lot more text coming in here. And... Uh, yeah, we got a lot more. See, some of y'all are messing with the money bringing in the tunes that we air. I, I don't want to bring up all. I brought up a couple of them, but I can't just keep bringing them up. So you get the idea. I'm sure if we go to some of the jingles here, most people would be able to guess it. Last one, because I think this one's an all-timer. Old Town Road. On radio constantly. Yeah. Couldn't get over it. Also, Happy by Pharrell is another name. Happy so, was definitely a big one. Great song. Both of those I'll put up there. 704-570-9610. These are some good ones. We really appreciate all. These are some fantastic texts that we got in here today. I don't know if this is a fantastic take, though, from Doug Kazarian. Because he was on ESPN. And everybody was going with the over-under, slated for each NFL franchise. And they would tell you whether they would win over or under. You get the idea. Really no reason to explain it. I'm sorry that I did and wasted some of your time. <laughs> Doug Kazarian, he said that the Panthers were at, would actually win below the seven and a half game slot that is posted for them for the OU. Seven and a half under that. Wes, I think it'll be over. I think that they are going to certainly flirt with 500 to the point where they're going to be competing for a postseason spot. If you go back to last year, Carolina was a team that was in the NFC South contention despite having a Sam Darnold as the best QB, not the guy that played the most games, but as the best QB on top of PJ Walker, on top of Baker Mayfield doing some all time bad QB stuff with the Carolina Panthers at the beginning of the season. And yet they were still in contention. And maybe that take makes more sense. Wes, if Kazarian thinks you actually downgraded at QB. Sure. That's a take. He actually thought Carolina downgraded by selecting Bryce Young. I've heard a lot of people that are a little too scared of the size. And I get it. Dude is small, okay? Maybe you don't as much. It is unprecedented. And if we are talking unprecedented small size, I get why you'd be a little scared. But I have not heard anybody say that Carolina downgraded at QB. And I think he's way, way off on that. Oh, now you left out the best part, too. The fact that he said they will compete for the worst record in the NFL. Now, that I thought was a big, big stretch. I do not see this Panthers team as one of the worst in the NFL. Now, sure, are they a couple of injuries away from really hurting themselves on offense? But what offense in the NFL isn't? There's some that have more depth than others. But. I just don't see that with this Panthers team. Now, if you want to say they'll be under seven and a half wins, I can see an argument there, but a lot would yeah. have to happen. I mean, you're talking about Bryce Young coming in and really struggling at the offensive end. You're talking about this defense kind of being 
on par with what they were last year from a numbers perspective, being in the the bottom teens and 20s when you talk about yards and points allowed and things of that nature. So I think if you cook that into the pot, and I think that the NFC South is getting better. I think Atlanta's getting better. I think they got better in the offseason. I think the Saints got better as well. So if you want to cook all that into it and say, okay, yeah, they won't do it, but to say they'll compete for the worst record in the league, he clearly isn't a fan of Bryce Young saying that they downgraded. I don't know how you watch the quarterback play they had last season, whether you talk about P.J. Walker or Sam Darnold or any of those guys and feel like that they downgraded getting a Heisman Trophy trophy winner, getting a guy that has the pedigree that Bryce Young has. So I'm not sure uh, where he was coming from with that take as well, but I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm just not buying it at all. I think the Panthers will be over that as well. Not much over, but I do think they'll be over to be definitive. Well, and it's always hard to see some dramatic difference from an over-under because it's designed to make it very hard. And if you think it's over, it's probably by only just one game or something like that, especially with just how short yeah. in NFL season is. worst record. He's compared, talking four wins, three wins. I mean, compared to especially Ooh. a team like, I guess, <laughs> are you just so high? But but I guess if you think that he's a downgrade, yeah. then that take makes more sense. He, he has to be so a, a quarterback size guy yeah. that's saying that this little quarterback is not going to work. Alright, so maybe he thinks everybody else is overrating Bryce Young. We don't, but other people are overrating what Bryce Young is. What I will say is Maybe we've been overrating the skill group because even me, who was very, very wary about trading DJ Moore in order to get to the number one slot, even though I understand you got get, got to get rid of something valuable in order to get something valuable. Maybe we're overrating the skill group here as far as the wide receiver room, as well as Hayden Hurst. Is it really that big of an upgrade on top of the running back signing that you had? Here's Joe Marino, a part of Locked On NFL Scouting, discussing how he doesn't think the Panthers have a wide receiver they can rely on. Pass catchers, receivers, tight ends, and also factoring in kind of your your pass catchers out of the backfield. Got Adam Thielen and... Um, DJ Chark. DJ Chark's part of the mix. Uh, Terrence Mingo, Marshall, Jonathan Mingo, Marshall. Hayden Hurst, Amir Bird, Shai Smith, Miles Sanders, who can catch the football a little bit. I think you got a, a bunch of reasonable names here and, and a lot of players that I like. I, I think the absence of having a true, okay, we can funnel our passing game through this guy. This guy warrants 120, 150 targets, right? I don't think they have any anything close to that. And so the absence of that, brings it down a tick for me. So if, if I think it's kind of average, but then I look at it and I say, you know what? They really don't have a dude. I had to bring it down to a two. So my score here is a two. Yeah, I mean, I, I think th- the context makes more sense than just the outright tag of saying they're overrated because the context makes sense. I don't think that they have a number one guy that you can easily rely on at this point of everybody's career. You either have Adam Thielen, who used to be that guy, but probably isn't right now. And then you have Mingo, who could be that guy, but isn't right now because he's about to embark on his first year in the NFL. DJ Chark, I don't know if he's ever been that, even if he had amassed a thousand yards previously in his NFL career. What did you make of that comment from Joe Marino? Yeah, I mean, that's why I said that with that second round pick at receiver, I wanted them to go get a guy that was going to uh, be a little bit more dynamic as far as just the speed and just getting open and being a real matchup problem. So um, I can see him feeling that way a little bit, especially if you're not high on the Mingo pick. I mean, Adam Thielen, we know he's a receiver that's over the hill as far as years are concerned. And then DJ Chark, there's a lot of questions 
question marks there with the injury. So I could see that assessment. Like I said, love the Hayden Hurst. I've been on that from the beginning, but I just felt like in the draft with that receiver selection, I felt like Downs or a Tank Dale would have been a little bit more dynamic to get his offense a little more juicy. Yeah, I I think it's average. And if you want to call it just a tick below, I don't think what you have that Bryce Young is throwing to is a huge detriment for him to not be put in a good position, right? Like I I look at this team and the offensive line is good. Most people agree with that. And I think the wide receivers are good enough for him to still be successful. Now, Kyle Krabs, last thing before we move on to the next segment, he talked about this on lockdown NFL scouting saying he just wished Carolina had better running backs. I just wish they had better backs. Yes. (laughs) You try your best not to compartmentalize or, or cross pollinate the offensive line stuff, because the offensive line is its own section, right? Mm -hmm. So if you graded separately the offensive line from the actual backs in the backfield, I I think that's very important because they're two separate categories. If I were going to give you the curve of the offensive line, I'd give you a better grade. But if I'm just looking at the backs that Carolina has, I think it's a moderately below average group of backs. I gave it a two and a half. It's not Mm -hmm. a bad group it's not a, a a woefully ineffective group there's been players who have in spurts and small sample sizes been effective nfl players but just the collection of running backs in general like if you get yourself in a game where you're really struggling to read the coverage and you want to run the ball and lean on your running game do you have guys that are going to make plays for you i don't know consistently across the 17 game schedule that they have those guys on this roster do you believe that miles sanders is dynamic enough to have a thousand yards without one of the best offensive lines we've seen i think so it doesn't mean that i love the contract i didn't hate it this is the most polarizing offseason move i believe they made i, th- I think For the most part, it's pretty 50-50 split, but I still think a lot of people like having somebody that had 1,270 yards rushing last season is going to be a good enough running back. I definitely agree that I'm raising an eyebrow at the lack of pass-catching ability from these guys. 50 receptions for Miles in his rookie season has gone down in that department every single season after that. Only 20 receptions all in all. Barely, barely a catch a game is what he averaged. I think he taps back into that. And if so, then I feel a lot better. But if he doesn't, then yeah, I completely understand where Krabs is coming from. Well, we talked about earlier in this offseason, a lot of people panned the Miles Sanders signing. And I think basically his comments there lend itself to the fact that he's a product of playing Well, in his opinion, let me preface it with that, that he's a product of playing with Jalen Hurts in that offensive line. Like he's basically telling you those numbers were numbers that he just put up because of the company he kept last season. And he's saying that he's not going to come close to that because there's no way you add a Pro Bowl running back and then you have somehow downgraded or somehow don't have a good backfield when you have a Pro Bowl back in your stable. And then Chuba Hubbard last year showed too with the yards per carry. He showed that he's a guy that can tote the mail as well. Now they're going to need to find a third back as well. I I think that's what we talked about. Cam Peoples may have a chance, but they need to find a third back. All right. I want to get to the soundbite, but we can't get to the open. Instead, we'll just skip this fitty flash. We'll move on. We'll go to the campus corner because we did get some news right before we hopped on the airwaves. How about Jeremy Roach? He made a decision on whether he's coming back to Duke or if he is going to stay in the NBA draft. We'll talk about that coming up next on Wesson Walker Sports Radio 927 WFNZ McDonald's is not new to chicken 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Show Sports Radio 927 WFNZ. Hit us up on the Garage Door Guru text line 704 570 9610. Hit us up on the socials, man. We take you behind the scenes every single day in our story. We got reels. We're always hitting you with the dope stuff here at Wesson Walker. Follow on the WFNZ Instagram page and Twitter page. Also, the Wesson Walker Twitter page. West got range on Twitter and Instagram. Walker Mail, HTB underscore Josh on Twitter as well. Walker, what we got going on the text line? Yeah, 704-570-9610. Have some people writing in some of the jingles that they can't get over. Smitty from the city, he brought one that we talked about earlier. Morris Jenkins, you'll have more heat in your house tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That, so that's either AC or the heat. And they also said uh, Morris is kind of creepy. So, you know, in those commercials, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Big Cat Dan, he wrote in a comment based off of our previous discussion, the skill positions Carolina has right now. Man, you can't fix everything in one offseason. Building pieces have been put into place next offseason. Some of those pieces should be and will be upgraded. This is good for right now. Plus, there are some free agents out there still. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. You know, you're not going to be able to fix every single thing. No, you don't have a number one wide receiver locked and loaded, but you could with a Mingo. I mean, he might develop into that guy. You certainly hope so. You have somebody that can hold you in place right now at the tight end spot. I like Hayden Hurst, especially compared to what they've had since Greg Olson left. You finally have someone that has production and Miles Sanders, I believe in the pass catching ability there. I think they are going to experiment a little bit more with that than what Philadelphia did. So I agree with that text from Big Cat Dan. Last couple of things here real quickly. Trophy husband wrote in, I normally sing a catchy song right before my wife is walking out the door for the day. She has to hate me. Yes, that's what I would do to my mom. And she would, I'm, I'm not kidding. She would get really mad at me and I was an idiot and wouldn't stop. And finally, Seth from Concord. Great, great entry to end this little segment about the text messages educationconnection.com. Do you remember the song? Yeah, Fitty knows. I think I do. I think that was on Noggin or something first. Okay. One of the Teen Nick shows or channels. Yep. Education Connection. Uh, I don't know the rest of the words. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'll Get tell connected you. for free. Yeah. yeah, something for free, yeah. It's Education yeah, I think Connection. I remember yeah, I think I remember that. All right, so That's one team, second. though, that we're talking about that won't have many holes to fill, that will be the Duke Blue Devils as we go to the campus. Kona. 
Duke fans rejoiced, I'm sure, to see guard Jeremy Roach coming back to Durham. He'll join Tyrese Proctor and incoming five-star recruits Caleb Foster and Jared McCain to give the Blue Devils arguably the deepest backcourt in the country. I know Fiddy is just so excited about this. Last season, he averaged almost 14 points per game, two and a half boards, three assists per game, 42% from the field, 34% from three, second leading scorer on the Duke Blue Devils. So with he and Filipowski, Kyle Filipowski, that is, returning, well, with Jeremy Roach and Kyle Filipowski returning, Duke bringing in four five-star recruits. We also talked about Proctor. The Duke Blue Devils have a team that will be either labeled one of the best if they can win a championship or one of the most disappointing because we haven't had a team come back with this caliber of talent when you talk about veterans and top-flight freshmen in quite some time. Walker, what do you make of this? I think it's a big deal. This is someone... If you look at what he's done in the NCAA tournament the last couple of years, has had some pretty big games. And if you look at just the two that they played this postseason run, he had a very good game against Oral Roberts where we could all kind of brush that off of our shoulders if we want to. But at the same time, Oral Roberts was uh, a fancy upset pick. I, I know a lot of people had Duke beating them, but also people were scared of ORU because they had Max Abemus and they destroyed him. Roach had 23 points. Look at what he did against Tennessee, 5 of 11, 2 of 4, um, 3 of 6, I should say, excuse me, from the three-point line, ending with a nice game, 13 points, and almost shot 50% from the field the last month of play. All this to say, with the experience, with you now having a point guard and somebody in the backcourt you trust, I think this is a big deal for the Duke Blue Devils on top of bringing a lot of other people back. Pretty, do you have anything on this? What are your feelings? I just, it's what I love about the rivalry between Duke and Carolina. Last year, Carolina brought back its core preseason number one, heavy pick to win the ACC and the national championship with a second-year head coach. The same thing's happening with Duke. They're bringing back some core pieces. They're going to be an overwhelming favorite to win the league and probably cut down the nets. We'll see how John Shire navigates what will be a tricky season in Durham because it'll be national title or bust for that program. And then also former Duke recruit Mackenzie Mbako, a five-star player that was a part of this freshman class once upon a time, has committed to Indiana, boosting up the rankings of their team. Walker, you being a uh, Indiana native, are you mm -hmm. excited about this? No, I don't know if it gets me excited to watch the Hoosiers. <laughs> I've never been a huge Hoosier fan, yeah. but I will... Now we'll peek at what they're doing up there with Mike Woodson's squad. I will say this, at least IU, it does seem like they're trying to get back with our discussion about them being a blue blood because it's been a long time since they've really accomplished what it takes to be a blue blood. We're talking about them reaching the finals and then eventually losing to Maryland over what is 20 years ago now. That is the last time they've had any kind of substantial NCAA tournament run. At least they are a team that is getting some uh, talent in that system where you do see them even if they lose a Trace Jackson Davis now they're getting an Mbako, right? Like now you have some kind of reload power it's all about taking that next step to actually Actually say okay now we can still be a blue blood it's been a little bit while uh, it's been a long time I should say but we will um, bring some deep runs in the tournament it's just been so long even that number one seed with Oladipo and Zeller they were out by like the sweet 16 or something like that all right Fiddy so talking about your team the Tar Heels Elliot Cadeau a lot is being made if he's going to reclassify not he's tearing it up right now in the EYBY EYBL circuit. He's one of the hottest recruits out right now. 
Averaged a double-double instead, EYBL. 11.5 points, 10.5 assists. They're comparing this guy to once upon a time Carolina legend Kendall Marshall as far as his passing ability. Do you think if he reclassifies, it is a big deal or no big deal? It's a big deal because he single-handedly overnight changes Carolina's transition offense. He'd become the best passer the program's had probably since Kendall Marshall, and I'm not exaggerating because I've seen the point guards come through the program the last decade. I was about to say, so, man, even, like, who would be the ones in competition? Like, Barry, I guess? Maybe Joel Barry. And, like, here's the thing. There are many high school kids I look at and say, yeah, he's ready for college. He's ready for college. Like, the high school, high school should force him to reclassify because he's too good. It wouldn't be fair to other high schools to try to play with this kid because he's a monster. So it would be a big deal. He doesn't make them a national title contender, I don't think. But top three in the ACC, I think that would be attainable with him on the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he set the Geico uh, Nationals assist record with 29 of them uh, during that tournament. And he set a single-game tournament record for assists when he had 14 of those. Also shoots 38.5% from three, so pretty good from out there as well. If Carolina could bring him into the fold, this season, that definitely would boost them. Last thing before we move on to the final hour, we do have to keep in mind about the Brendan Marks article where R.J. Davis said he didn't really want to move to the shooting guard position and he yeah. wanted to be removed from the preseason award watch list. Still really bizarre how that would even enter your mind. So if you have Kadu, who would be a guy that's also helping you in the backcourt, is that a pairing that would work? Are we making too much of what Brendan Marks wrote? It just doesn't make sense. I don't think we're doing that, though. Like, I don't think we're making a lot of my latter point. If Davis wanted to be removed from an award watch list, Wes, that's weird. So, yeah, I I just, I hope that if he does come out and, and play for Carolina this year, I hope that they're able to coexist. Yeah, so no doubt about it. I think there's a lot he could do. I love it. Uh, that's you like good. That one? Ring the bell. You like that? I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a trying fan to be witty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. All yes. right. I thought I, I thought I was going to get labeled. Uh, I thought that was going to go into the corn bin. Well, I, I like the corny jokes more than you do. All right. So when we come back on the Wes and Walker show, we're going to talk about NBA trade rumors. Should the Hornets pursue a certain big man that just got uh, eliminated and has a reputation Hmm. as being maybe a little soft when we come back on the Wes and Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.